0: Season five, I do love the idea that season five, episode two, I don't know why they killed every character all <laughs> in the first two episodes of season five. You would think they would have done that like off season and just started anew.
1: <laughs> What's up, everyone? I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers, and this is season five. It would take a lot to recap all of the events of last season. Luckily, I did it for the group inside the game session. So let's just jump right in and find out how we got to where we are now.
2: Wrap up the entire season for us, Pedro.
1: Here is the -the off-the-cuff recap of season four. In season four several adventurers or several people from different walks of life really um, were pulled into a reconstructed uh, dream world that was the remnants of a entire uh, existence that had been destroyed in that time these wanderers had hadn't they had an inkling that maybe things weren't exactly right but they couldn't quite cess it out and everywhere they went they were essentially like the chosen, Of this world, and it all came down to essentially um, something of a trust fall exercise, where the three of them had to surrender themselves to uh, what was basically a trap. uh, Harold. was the one that realized that this was not the way it should be and without Harold's participation none of it could happen and the dreamscape started to fall apart as the old man that had been helping them screamed at him and was angry and they almost didn't make it out except for the uh they had the help of two people they would later learn were called dreamwalkers individuals that roam the dreamscape and try to be guardians slash protectors uh, slash wardens between the waking and the dreaming. After their uh, survival from the collapse of that dream, they were sent to the city of dreams, also known as Mercurius. They wandered around until they found the central location for the dreamwalkers, the court of walkers. Once they were there, they reconnected with the, uh, people that saved them, and then they were kind of like sent to the management of such a group, and that would be uh, Patch, who goes by many names. Patch and them spoke, and they were offered a place with the Dreamwalkers, or they could return, but Patch urged them that something's going on. They were chosen for some sort of reason. Either they were chosen for a reason, or whatever chose them had much bigger plans, and urge them to consider staying here and exploring that. From there, they were sent to train with the person known as Alice, who her world's gone. She doesn't really know what else to do, and she can't leave Mercurius because of it. We've all been there. After training for who knows how long, they didn't really know. And that's kind of the thing is that they, the group over the course of the season has learned that time in the dream is not... It's not one-for-one, one, but it's not a guaranteed five-for-one either. It's however long they stay there. If they don't keep track, time elapses even faster. So they stayed with Alice for what ended up being over six months. In that time, they had gotten training as dreamwalkers, but they were also interrupted by... By uh, somebody who they would later learn was a, um, a doppelganger named Curator Matthews. He had somehow found his way into uh, the Court of Walkers and asked for help because there was something that had threatened to take over his museum. Upon arrival, the group saw that this blue, sort of uh, blobbish entity or existence was wrapped around the museum. Anyone who tried to walk in there fell asleep and disappeared. Feeling good about this situation, the newly appointed Dreamwalkers crossed that threshold and found themselves in something entirely different than what they had encountered before. Shortly thereafter, two other individuals, Vernon and Tristana, entered as well, and together they explored this kind of weird shifting reality within uh, the museum. During their time there... They were chasing some sort of blobbish, again, this kind of blobbish, weird entity that first jumped into the paintings and seemed to rip the inspiration out of them. After a battle, they had driven it to another sector, another wing, and after that battle, while momentarily one of them had managed to bring a little bit of joy to this entity, things turned south, and with an explosion of red... It took off once more. They finally found it inside the painting of the worst evil to ever visit the world of Menroth. There was a battle, and pushed to its limits, this entity, this creature, exploded from whatever it was into a sickly, inky, suckling mess. They battled it, and they were able to vanquish it, but they had probably more questions than answers. Forced to explore the museum for a little bit longer to find out what happened, when they walked out, they didn't find the Janzibar that, th- that they knew, they instead found a nightmare version of Jantabar. Walking the street to Jantabar, getting into trouble, more mischief than was possibly thought, the group desperately tried to find a way out. Desperate for some kind of escape, most of them agreed to go to sleep hoping that this would bring some sort of uh, respite or um, next level of Inception shit. I don't know. Um, Instead, the group found themselves captured by Nightmares who honestly just picked them up off the streets. They were laying there. And wrapped them into a Nightmare Web, the same Nightmare Web, that was doing something to an individual suspended in the middle of a gladiator arena the group broke free but instead drew the attention of some horrific much more demonic nightmare way more sophisticated or complicated than what they had previously encountered the battle was going very badly until upon the request of the individual in the middle Vernon straight up fucking shanked him And once he was executed The group found themselves back in the waking well, 100 feet up in the air But back up in the waking Um, They crashed to the ground And they met an individual Who would later befriend them But for now they departed They tried to make sense of what happened But they also really wanted to go shopping Because they got fat cash And they wandered the streets Got some cool shit uh, it wasn't too long before they encountered entities who would introduce themselves as the Dream Hunters. They revealed that this same entity that originally captured the original Dreamwalkers from this story were actually part of a hive mind, and they were something way more dangerous and way more intelligent than the nightmares they had previously encountered. In a meta sense, anyone who's listened to the podcast might remember them from Season 3, where they had took over the bodies of Bullywugs and threatened to uh, encapsulate. And they actually did kidnap the Worldwalkers of yore and submit to them all kinds of horrors. These instead seemed to be much more interested in poking and prodding and threatening the group. The group was forced to find a way to reconnect, and once they did, a fight ensued where the Dream Hunters uh, basically folded into themselves, and left, but left behind nightmares which, up until now, have never been able to come into the waking. The group battled the nightmares, survived, started to try to figure out what to do next. They were befriended by the same gladiatorial uh, champion that they had met previously, a man named... uh, Wildebrand, and they wandered the streets with him, trying to use his connections while shifting through his uh, inflated ego and complications, self-inflicted complications. But eventually they learned a couple of things. <laughs> they saw that the future that Harold was warned about would come to fruition at some point, And they also discovered a way off of this world if they were indeed... Uh, following through with their plan of trying to connect with some other Dreamwalker or Dreamwalker guild somewhere else in the cosmos. A debate was had about whether they should go or go and the decision was made to go, but not that way, this way. The group decided to leave Janzibar, but they left Chase, a capable man by his own words, to defend all of Janzibar. I'm sure he's fine.
2: Uh, you mean Big Willie style?
3: Big St- I
1: get confused. Um,
3: Chase was Wilderbrand. Yeah, his oh, name was I don't, Chase Wilderbrand. I didn't remember catching his first name. Sorry. He wanted to go by Wilderbrand. I think.
1: Yeah, that was he very much Wildebrand. was like, the only thing he ever asked. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> with that, the group left Janzibar's fate in the hands of Chase. He's fine. And it's then fine. had a spell not cast
3: that this <laughs> not my city. <laughs> That's That's funny because there's some words we need to have over that.
2: Oh, what?
3: Oh, yeah. It's his city. It was my
0: city.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't worry. There's an app for fixing that. Yeah. (laughs) So the group was given the choice of uh, going to any world anybody was from. Harold uh, volunteered himself and the group teleported away. That is season four as far as I remember. Does that sound right? Anyone sounds about
3: right for the parts that I was in. You didn't. Yes. You
2: didn't mention the baby gap at all, which I, I feel said was. Hijinks. A, yeah, but I mean, baby gap was pretty important.
0: <laughs> all right, so we open our eyes and we're on cog. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows where we are?
2: Oops, we're in we're in an endless void. We're in my home world. Welcome to nothing, you guys.
0: <laughs> okay, move on with the day.
2: So we're in cog. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, We're in so God's it. country
2: We're in God's <laughs> country Hugh Blake Shelton At the ranching
3: Yes At the in
1: Georgia but he didn't stick around This is Cog Country Oh my god is that the name of the episode? What? Is it? the name of the episode? Cog Country? Oh my god I hope Oh up my god
0: cog? Yes. yes To be fair it's Rash's country He's <sighs> the
1: god Rash here. decisions <laughs> So Your eyes adjust as the ruins beneath you fade Glass towers surround you, each one housing artifacts, it would seem, of various shapes and sizes. Torchlight reflects off many golden items and surfaces, filling the room with a hue reminiscent of a treasury. The air is filled with ticks, clicks, and clacks, sounds that both Harold and Tristana find very familiar.
3: Did you say glass towers? I did. I'm going to keep my eye on Tristana. <coughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: well that's just rude I didn't say anything out of place I'm just mm-hmm. just protecting their investments It's okay Just like making a note to a goblin Not sure if he can read
2: it's
0: okay. <laughs> That's not rude
2: Oh man <laughs> Trist- Tristana has made some mistakes
3: You just have a and backstory And we'll make some more you know. yeah. So wh- right. We're just surrounded by glass stuff And gold and well, as you take it in and take a moment, you seem to
1: be in some sort of shop. Do I know where we are? Harold or Wes? Harold. I don't think so.
0: I think I, I think Wes might know where we are. You know when you leave like a place and then you come back and you're like, oh, I didn't, you know, you go someplace new and there's like. You forgot, like the sound of the crickets when you return to the field, and you're like, "Oh yeah, there's like," that's, I think that's how Harold feels right now. <gasps> I think we're here. I think we're here on where we've made it. To what
3: cost. is that monotonous ticking?
1: Oh, it's a beautiful sound—the sound of time.
3: Time has no sound.
1: Tristana, you would agree with that. Now, the only thing that might, among the different uh, puzzles you're trying to solve at this moment. One of them might be, where are Hopscotch and Layla? Oh,
2: I knew it. They got squelch, spelch. What's it called? Splinched. <laughs> Dang it! That was Shannon having the biggest lunch.
1: They got Welch. <laughs> they got jammed.
0: <laughs> they got Welch's Concord grape jam.
2: <laughs> they got Jeffrey jammed. <laughs> they got
0: Domberg.
3: Jeffrey Domberg. No no I was gonna go, they went. They got jammed, they got jammed, band. they got Dave Matthews, but Jeffrey oh, Dahmer's probably better. Yeah. <laughs> well we just gotta make the best of what's around. Oh no, us. they're at
0: a Grateful Dead concert where they'll be for the rest of their lives. <laughs> Thank you, this is our second song. All of Eternity hasn't <laughs> So
1: wait, so the place you described to us it's large
0: in volume
1: or? There's a lot of these like glass towers, which now that you've t- all had a second to adjust, they seem like display cases. Inside are multiple shelves of glass. They're holding different, uh, what Tristana and Harold would recognize as timepieces, and what Vernon would recognize as compact mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: does Harold know this place? This sounds like out of. No. I he g- didn't he didn't like pick up the brochure for this. This isn't like time world. Do
3: we see a door?
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go up to one of the display cases and just kind of like appreciate the <laughs> time pieces.
3: I'm going to have my hand ready to slap her hand.
0: Uh Harold would look for clues as to either where they are. Um You know where they aren't. Yes. That's it. <laughs> or sorry, where we are, sorry, as a group. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like, like, yeah, the first thing would be like, okay, are there like any burn marks and or clothing sitting where <laughs> like the other two should be? Just a license plate standing yeah, on its head.
3: Yeah. I was going to ask if there was two flaming tire tracks leading out. Is there a door? As you survey the area and look around
1: behind several glass towers, glass display cases, there is an individual leaning On a glass uh, display shelf Probably a counter Uh, They are A dwarf With large thick black framed glasses They have a patchwork cloak With pumpkin orange clothes Underneath They seem very patient They've got their head tilted They're leaning on the counter And they're just watching the whole thing Hello Gunslinger Ah we are on COG
0: I told you it was COG Hi. Uh, I, has it only been us three?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's troublesome. Do you think there's um, some sort of delay?
0: I don't know how this works. Wait, I'm gonna guess they're not here.
2: I know magic things. Can I? Can I? Uh, know something about magic?
1: <laughs> oh. You can roll an Arcana check. You look around, you case out the joint, you look at where the runes once were, these are great questions. You don't know what... You don't know... I mean, all joking aside, there's nothing that you can ascertain from what you have in front of you that would tell you any more. That spell, especially the runes with you kind of encompassed, like uh, encircled, if anyone should have not made it, it should have been you. Uh, Okay. So then, yeah, I guess, like, after
0: taking it in and asking him, like, the dwarf, I'd be like, where are we? Very
1: patiently. Still staring at you all. Timekeepers. Hmm. We were looking for the
0: dreamwalkers.
1: Any help you could
0: give us into leading to them? That's, I mean, guys, we have to solve that problem first. Then we need to find the other two.
2: Okay. Time, timekeepers, did we time travel?
1: Timekeepers, like Watches.
2: Oh, it's a clock store. Yes,
1: yeah. yeah, it's, it's <laughs> This is what I sell.
2: Just making sure we didn't have Did we
0: ta- uh, I mean, time yes, line. but only at regular time speed. Forward. It only Yeah, you know, the way we all agree that time travel works, guys. <laughs> One direction uniformly. Um yeah, if you if you could point us to that to the dream walkers, that would be great. Also, if two other people come here, um can you tell them we're going to the Dreamwalker. Do you
2: often have people teleport into your store? You seem very calm, cool, and collected about
1: this. Sometimes.
2: Oh well, it's nice to meet you, guy. And I high five him.
1: Are you? Oh, okay. I,
2: I I like to think that that pause was me going for a high five and him not. There's no flinch. Me. Yeah. I don't want him to flinch. I want him to high five me. I mean,
1: like no movement at all. Just.
2: I look at my hand and back at him.
3: That's a hand. It seems he left you hanging. Is there a door for real?
2: Bernie, can yeah, you help yeah, me yeah. out here?
3: I'll slap her it's hand as me. I walk by.
2: Thank you, my man.
3: <laughs> are you with
1: that keepers group? Keepers? Guess not fair enough. Who are the keepers? don't know. It's these people that every show up every now and then.
2: Wait, what was the name of the guild?
1: Uh, keepers of the seal.
2: Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so we.
0: Are I, love the,
1: <laughs> I love the identities. Just like
0: sometimes you just you buy a watch shop, and it happens to be the connection waypoint for a arcanic group that travels through worlds. And you just you got to make do. The wrench cheaper though, which I guess is probably nice. What city are we in?
1: Cosgrove. What's your name? Lucas.
0: Sorry for the inconvenience, and I would hand out like five gold to him. Puts his hand down,
3: slowly pulls it away. Thanks. Is this a bribe? We've never heard of the Keepers of the Seal, have we?
0: They were the people. Oh, that, that was called. the people that
3: sent us? So, then yeah. we we are with them then, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, why did everybody glaze over that? Like, I'm sitting here like, Keepers of the Seal, what the fuck? We said no, no and he-
2: then we said, oh yeah, we are with them.
3: <laughs> I thought yeah. he was just trying to smooth it over.
0: No, no, yeah, no, I was like, oh, that was the name of the...
2: No, it was legitimate, everyone forgot. <laughs>
3: But
1: yeah,
0: he's like, is this a bribe? Y- yeah, if you could keep that quiet. But if you meet two people, and I would describe Hopscotch and Layla to him and be like, that looked like this, and they happen to appear here. Maybe they're on a delay. It's a good guess, Trishana. Uh, then, you know, tell uh, them. If I see them,
1: a drunk human and an elf?
0: Yes, particularly if they go the name. The drunk human will probably be very mistrusting of you. Um, so... You should try to be friendlier. But you know what? You're doing great, do you? Do you, you know what? Stick to yourself, Lucas. Your own life journey. You're on your own Laugh. So you've never heard of the Dreamwalkers?
1: Like I said, unless it's a new trend over at the the bar down the street, I have not.
0: What is the bar down the
1: street? He says the Green Dream. Sounds like a good place to start. That's where we need to go. Yeah.
0: If you see these two people that I've described... uh. Tell them that we're going to the Green Dream. The Green Dream. Wow. Uh, though knowing Hopscotch is probably already there, <laughs> like yeah, the, that's The, where the
3: is circle knew it absolutely to sh- teleport him to the bar and everybody else <laughs> to a starting point.
0: Have, has Harold been to Cosgrove or like what Harold has been or no? Okay. Never
1: heard of Cosgrove.
3: As a as a human player, can I roll a knowledge check? Because I don't think I've ever heard of Cosgrove.
2: Nathan is rolling a <laughs> yeah. knowledge check with your with Nathan's stats?
3: Yes yeah, so with Nathan's stats because he's never heard of this fucking place. Alright, well, to so the green dream it is, folks, let's get out of this cursed building.
2: It's not cursed.
3: The noise is terrible.
1: It's just it's just
3: it's time. harmonic.
1: Yeah. It's just time never moving forward. He says, I'll give you a half hour. He pockets the gold. A half?
3: What? what? We're on timer?
1: And he leans forward and he says, if you're going to keep playing games, you're going to have to be a lot better at this than that. He's staring at Tristano. I
2: am not playing games this time. I could, I think I have a deck of cards here somewhere Start patting myself What
3: game do you think we're playing, sir? She
1: shows up here In Cosgrove
3: Coincidentally Her? Have you been here before? Have you been here before? Looking at Tristana, why is he so Did you get kicked out of here? Did you break all the glass?
2: I didn't (laughs) Look, <laughs> the glass isn't broken!
1: I, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean this time. Then give me a perception check, Tristana, or anyone that's looking at him now after he says that.
2: Uh, That's a 23?
1: That's a <clears throat> 14. I got a 12. He is rigid. He's not cool and just looking at you all. Is he afraid? Or... You don't know past that. You just see that he is... Try. I mean, he he might be shaking actually
3: a little, like vibrating, but he is as as flat as he can be. So you're saying you'll give us a half hour before what you call the I constable? Never,
2: why are you mad at me?
3: He I've doesn't look mad. Here. He looks. He's trying to hold
1: okay. in whatever whatever he's got below the surface. He's locked it away. Why why are um, you
2: why are you acting this way? I never did anything
1: to and you. And then um, Harold, if you want, you. you could roll. I was gonna ask. Yeah. I mean, I give, yeah. Any almost anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have
0: goblin lore or nature. Or nature, so- nature oh. would
3: probably work since you're from. Wait, I call. have
1: society. Society is what you want to roll. Yeah. What's your yeah. Uh, bonus? Society the makes seven. The most seven. Sense. Okay, yeah. so. <laughs> oh, yeah, you. Are yeah. you gonna roll? I already rolled it. Okay. You can't think of the last time ever, ever that you've ever heard. Of gnomes being a thing? Do you have a history lore?
0: Um, I have goblin lore, okay. but not any history.
1: What's your bonus? Uh, seven as well. Seven. Okay, right, cool. Um, you heard that there used to be gnomes and now there aren't, but that was a long time ago. That was doubles and doubles and doubles of goblin years.
0: Mm, at least sixty well, <laughs> years ago, goblins only lived a third. We're not we're not a long-standing species.
2: <gasps>
0: oh, that's right. Uh,
1: can see his He breathing. hasn't he's, seen a gnome in long. He's trying long. to keep breathing under yeah. controlled circumstances too.
0: It it might be favorable, uh, Mr. Shana if if you if you uh, can downplay your appearance of nish I'm sorry. Uh, Cog is not a fair world sometimes, and the gnomes of our world, according to the lore that I remember, um, (laughs) have been gone for a while. I feel Master Lucas here is very confused and very, maybe, upset.
1: I am not Uh, a master.
0: Oh, no, master. Like, it's a term of endearment. Oh. Not not a meister. Meister? Did I I mispronounce it? I mispronounce words sometimes. Uh, this is my second tongue I speak Goblin originally I come from the hills um, The echoing hills So you know like life was hard growing up So I'm a little sorry if,
3: I want to try um, to I'm tower little, over this. him And ask um, What will it take to keep you quiet But as intimidating as possible Then give me an intimidation check Thank you Thank you for reading between the lines sir Ooh, 23 you have to understand that This is kind of a big deal You have to understand That we won't be here long And we mean you or your kind no harm But also kind. Your people here His eyes kind of
1: narrow He looks back at Tristana Can you give us a day? You're not gonna make it an hour out
3: there Pull your hood up I look at um, Tristana.
2: I actually have a disguise kit.
3: Booyah, Grandma.
2: And I would like to disguise myself as like. Uh, I also have adopted ancestry dwarf. Can I try and uh, disguise myself as like a dwarf child? Ah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just waiting
1: for the math on this.
2: <laughs> I'm a tiny little baby. I know that I can't be a dwarf grown up. Uh, Cradle you know means she
1: jumps up on Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
0: Because Vernon looks like a dwarf too. I was gonna say, like, what happens when it's just a goblin and a human walking around with a dwarf child? Like, is that not more suspicious? We
3: don't look like kidnappers.
0: <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> just, to, just a gunslinger with a
2: <laughs> yeah, a goblin gunslinger even, which I'm sure. Yes. Super common Super Super common common. All over
3: Good sir Is there anything else We need to know Before we step out Of this shop How long do you want me To stay silent on this Forever As far as I'm concerned We were never here You have nothing To talk about It's gonna take A little bit more gold I will uh How much did you give him Initially Wes Five Five That was uh, just
0: to warm him up It worked
3: I'll reach into my pouch and pull out a handful So like another 10 I was thinking 20
2: Oh, Alright I would have taken 10
3: No no he wouldn't <laughs> Oh my know, gosh I was actually 20 I just no, try no, to be honest. He wouldn't know, so
1: it works out um, Takes the gold Pockets it or pouches it Alright Anything you can tell us about Here About Cosgrove
0: Town. Yeah do you have a Wikipedia article about Cosgrove you can share with us? <laughs> yeah, Arrow no, would be like anything about like um, we know the Green Dream is nearby. Like what I haven't heard of Cosgrove, and I'm and I've been around Cog. So is there like are we in the north? Are we in the south? Where are we in Cog? Clearly, I've used magic to get here, so I'm not quite sure where we are in Cog and what's around.
1: We're on the outskirts of Dorminir and Baltras.
0: Now as a player I know a little bit about Dorminir, but do I know anything from a goblin person? No.
1: Dorminir is a place where humans have perfected um legal slavery, and they seem to be in charge of everything unless you hide behind a set of mountains where you live. Baltras is even fur it's the furthest away kingdom before you go into the, uh, you know, into the nothing, and then go to the place where there used to be a kingdom, but that was when humans got really greedy and fought each other, even though they had everything.
0: Looks like we're gonna have to take the train home, boys. <laughs> we seem to be a long way from probably where I'm gonna guess a Dreamwalker
3: Guild is. Does <laughs> a green dream? Are you? Is she? Done, are you done with your disguise kit? Have you gussied um, yourself up? Yeah. Hey, how does it work?
2: So it. I don't roll for the disguise. Just whenever I meet someone, I would roll a deception.
3: It's kind of funny because it's it's funny to me that they sell a regular disguise kit since it does shit for you.
2: And I just have a baby one.
3: Well, good. You're trying to act like a baby.
2: So. <laughs> I got these clothes at the baby gap.
1: So what is your DC? Because I'll roll against that.
2: Uh, For deception? Yeah. Plus 10. So 20? If that's how that works, then yes. <laughs> um, I was trying to look and see. I have Charming Liar also, but I think that's... Okay, I a goo
1: goo sure. and gaga. Am I right, my bitches? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dwarf baby. I'm trying oh, to be no. like...
1: You've never associated with babies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Trying to be like. Babies
1: was season four. In season five, I'm yes. toddler Tristana. Toddler. Yes,
2: exactly.
1: Toddler. we have moved it. upwards. I'm Tristana, and this is my father,
3: Tristada. Oh Ooh. my God. So I'll sort of clap Lucas on the shoulder hard, but not too hard. We're good here? For now.
2: But, like, what did the gnomes do? Why do you hate us? Or whatever? Scared of us? I don't know what's going on with you man.
1: It's a pretty bold move for you to return after all of this time. Don't you mean to right into the heart of some of the most important technological okay, breakthroughs. Like, okay, of the so you know Empire. that
2: Wait, what did you just say?
1: And with a gunslinger no less.
2: Okay, but like okay, so you know those rooms over there, you know that the people who go on those come from that ruins they're from a different world right
1: first off agreed magic is pretty ballsy as well second no what other world stop and third this used to be held by some half-assed shitty magic guild that was a long time ago they were finally driven out after the mages war Every now and then, one of you people shows up here. You people. I don't know where you're from.
2: Like the keepers? Is that what yeah. you mean by you people, or you mean gnomes
1: specifically?
2: No. no. Okay. No, the the
1: arrival. Here's the thing. I'm keeping quiet because I could use a few gold. You're not going to get more than 10 feet out
3: there before someone finally sees who you are. Are we going to face any other racial strife? Are goblins hated? Elves? Humans. Well, he's from
0: goblins here. are beloved everywhere.
3: Vernon's asking because he doesn't like he's just confused where he comes from. This is not normal. We're not look, first off, we're not racist, okay?
2: But you but. just like have these <laughs> right preconceived the notions. I have tons about of goblin thomps. friends.
1: <laughs> you need to understand, okay? We're not the ones the problem. Second of all
2: You need to understand you obviously do can't have a walk
1: problem. this far. So yeah, it's gonna bring us a little bit of an attention. Third, a gunslinger? Of all people to show up here Hasn't been a gl- gunslinger Down here Since the fall of Dorminere So, yeah Oh, Dorminere's fallen
3: Well, it got back up again
2: <laughs> it's Never gonna keep Dorminere down
3: Hydra Steel
0: Yep, so it. So I guess Harold would look back and goes It sounds like we're going to be unw- welcome tiered friends So we must tread lightly
3: and <laughs> Can we disguise Harold? <laughs>
2: I've got an excellent idea. And pulls out a potato sack. <laughs> Get it.
3: Paint um, paint Harold to look like a gnome and paint the gnome to look like a dwarf. Everything will be no, fine. No, I
2: was, I was referencing Haversack.
3: I, I got it. That's why I left.
2: Yeah, can I, well, can I disguise Harold as like also a baby dwarf?
3: <laughs> He's green-skinned dwarf.
0: I also am holding a gun, so I feel like it would you're going to
3: paint cool. him up in dwarf face. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, I'm in dwarf face, so everyone's just going to be in
3: dwarf face. Do Do I, you wear a cape or anything, Harold? No, I'm na- I've been naked this whole game. Well, I know yeah. you, really. Lucas
1: is still watching.
3: No, no. that's how um, you roll. You purve? no, I
0: wear like a poncho over, kind of like a.
3: Tuck your weapon under your poncho. I mean, that's
0: where it would be. Well, then you'll be in fine.
3: Missing, yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, and Harold would be like, "All right, well, we're just gonna have to play it low." Harold's pretty good at. I'm pretty good at stealthing, so I it may work if I scout out. Yeah.
2: Oh, Uh, I'm not. I'm terrible at stealth.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Harold would be like, "Let me like kind of peek out and sneak around and make sure give you the all clear that it's clear to go, and we'll try to get to the Green Dream." Taverns are usually um, a little more low key on entrance policy than maybe. The rest of the place might be. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, Harold might try to stealth around and, like, out into the street, I guess. What's your uh, stealth bonus? Uh, Eleven. I would, like, we would determine the single, you know, it'd be like a whistle or something, you know, bird call, I don't know, to let him know it, to clear out. So, yeah, I would try to stealth out
1: and see, like, what was out there. All right, so you lean out, just carefully edge out just the slight sp- Base of a glance. You slowly, with confidence, start opening the door, slip out. You find yourself down a nice, uh, quick, dark alley as you can take in. And the city is impressive to say the least. You quickly uh, understand that you're inside a mountain, first and foremost. All of the buildings look like they have been expertly carved from the mountain itself rise up stories high they have smooth outer walls and what's just as impressive on the edges of the city where the walls go up, more buildings as if something or someone somehow were able to carve out buildings out of the wall so these other buildings come out horizontally and they also have Spaces for windows carved out. Uh, there, It's an amazing usage of the space. There's even these large... Uh, like rungs... That are placed all over. And they can get to the upper area... Of this city as well. Because they've also managed... To carve out the ceiling. And create more buildings as well. Lots of soft... Beautiful... Glows as if by lamps or torchlight, and as you look down the streets for Harold, you've heard of this, even if you haven't been this far. The streets are uh, laced with lamps, streetlights, just like the city of Egoleum. What they call electricity running through them. It's a well-illuminated city. There's also the sound of steam blowing and releasing building and off far in the distance you can see way up high there is a hole where the waterfall spills out on the edge of the city and that explains where they're getting both their drinking supplies and their engine fuel as it were because all the machines powered by steam
0: And I understand correctly we're under, we're like in a mountain in a mountain Yeah. So there's like you look up and it's just like oh, there's a top of the mountain up there at some point.
1: As you look behind you, you can see there is some sort of path that slants up as it leaves the city all the way into a expertly carved tunnel. This this path is laced with uh, metal bars that wrap completely around it. In perfectly even spaces all the way up. You're not sure if somebody would have to like hold underneath and crawl over, but it's spaced too much for that. So you're not quite sure what this is. But if you give it a second and ponder it, you've heard of this sort of dwarven tech before as you traveled the landscape of Cog during your uh, trials as a gunslinger. What you're seeing but what you've never seen before might very well be the path that something called the jump rail takes. A series of uh, booths. Not Siri. <laughs> <laughs> a Siri of booth. <laughs> a um, a collection of um, metal boxes, metal cases that when linked together that travel through a series of tunnels, both above and below the surface of Dormineer
3: and further. Before Tristana and I leave, I'll look at her and say, don't stray too far, lady. This seems like a dangerous place. Shanks her. (laughs) (laughs) Told you.
2: then I die.
3: (laughs) We'll res you when it's time.
0: As Tristana falls down, Lucas is just like, stabs her and is like, I would agree. <laughs> that would be funny a way to die, Anna. Yes. Um, R-I-P. Yeah. Yeah. If it looks clear and I can kind of map out the way to the Green Dream, like start heading in that direction.
1: You look, and the streets are crowded. There's many a dwarf walking the streets. Mm. Nothing else. No. Dwarves um. of all kinds of short statures are pacing up and down the streets. I'll fit right in. Not I'm too far from here, you do time. see the well-displayed sign of something that says the Green Dream. And it's got a big uh, mug for the uh, the logo, right?
3: Mm-hmm. And then it
1: has this uh, – they've kind of done this beautiful job painting. Yeah, it's just a large sign and this beautifully painted uh, emerald falling into it.
0: Yeah. So Harold would come back in after kind of surveying the area. And he uh, –
1: Lucas. How much for your cloak? <laughs> well, I don't know why I thought you said <laughs> Vernon. I was like, <laughs> nope, <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. I was like, well, oh, Lucas really
0: likes that cloak. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> and it says another ten gold. He would, yeah, he would put down ten gold. Maybe you won't do so bad here after all, as he sees all the gold you have.
2: <laughs> I'm glad I didn't buy anything.
3: Yeah. Oversized cloak drapes over you. You know, it would have been really good if you could have gotten that bag of holding though, because we I could did. Have j- we- Oh, you did get one? Why yeah, don't we I just did. put you in there?
2: <laughs> because I'm a human I'm a I'm a living person who does not want to be put in a fucking
3: bag. But that's the safest way to get you around. I
2: think actually you die if you're in there.
3: <laughs> Too long. They 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 hold air. We could put a fucking straw in the top. Yeah, no you can't <laughs> We can get down to the green dream and I can dump you out on a table and it'll be... No, that's fine. Well, whatever. your disguise looks good. You look very small dwarfy. It's
0: busy, I think, as long as we keep a low profile and don't bring a lot of attention to ourselves, we'll be okay. Especially now that I'm not, like, obviously a goblin walking
1: around. (laughs) I mean, yeah, the cloak drags, like half of it is behind you.
0: (laughs) (gasps) Can we do... Can can you carry me,
3: Trishana? Can we t- Oh my god. <laughs> Tristana carries Harold and I carry Tristana.
2: It's just uh We're Tristana. back to being a
3: human. <laughs> yes.
2: Tr- Tristana with her dad Vernon carrying her uh doll, Harold.
0: <laughs> no, I mean like I mean like two kids in a large cloak. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yes. We are oh. absolutely. <laughs> we are absolutely. <laughs>
0: I did Two not expect that. Two small that's, people in a single exciting. trench
2: coat. That's but awesome. But I, I need to be on top.
0: Yeah. No. What's, my
2: <laughs> strength is ten.
1: So yeah, we can we can go for it.
2: My strength is eight. So I'm definitely, okay. Done. Yeah. Well, you right, only so.
1: need only Harold would need to make the check.
2: But that was deciding who's on top.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah so I would
0: make the <laughs> check, and yeah. You <laughs> think I'm a bottom? Oh. Sorry. You know, look. If I'm a bottom, I'm a power bottom, and we all know <laughs> that. <anymore.
1: laughs> uh, you guys. <laughs> a weird right. flex, but good roll. Yeah.
2: All right. <laughs> but so now, I but have...
0: now, yeah. Now your disguise can be a little more. I can look like a dwarf, dwarf adult. It. Yes. <laughs> and just, and if we're going to the with relief really short dream, arms. If we, if we stagger a lot. We'll just pretend to be drunk and so we can kind of lean on Vernon and just be like oh those are just two
3: drunk guys going
2: yeah. to the bar I love this I'm Bam. so happy about this sold it,
3: sold it. I-, I was better off walking two kids <laughs> through this city just for the record
2: I- we but can let's also do, do it fuck
0: it you guys are all in let's yeah. go we can also do two kids
2: two kids with a trench coat <laughs> it, worked on- yeah. it worked on Bojack Horseman yeah,
3: yeah. Okay. <laughs> then so then it'll have to work here.
2: Yeah. It's the only
3: thing. I
2: Bojack Horseman's a play from where I come from. It's very popular. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: I forgot that was Brumble Brummelstone's thing for the first like uh,
2: episodes
0: yeah. was just like, oh, that's a play.
2: I, I'm keeping up the Obrimos tradition. <laughs> yes!
0: Oh, I love it. Every pop culture reference. Yeah. You met the Simpsons from Obrimos? They're a very large family that live in the small town. and <laughs>
1: wacky adventures. It's great
3: times. Climb up there. Or I'll pick her up and set her on Harold's shoulders.
1: All right, Harold? Yeah. Give me an uh, athletics check.
3: That's just my strength then, right? Yeah, but then send me the result. I can't wait until a gun pops out of your waistline and shoots somebody, even (laughs) though Tristana's (laughs) hands are moving around as she talks.
1: All right, sent. Nice. All right, let's see if it works. All right, so kind of a pushing a little bit tall dwarf.
3: You're a very tall and thin dwarf. I'm a very short and stocky human. It all balances. Wear your pack on the front. So it looks like a belly.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Boom, disguise kit plus one. Lucas <laughs> has gone from like stone face to
1: just baffling.
2: <laughs> How do we look, Bernie? I
0: forgot
1: he was here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he's also a little just, chilly because he doesn't have his cloak on. He's just like, oh, God. This is a big old confused ball of pumpkin spice now.
0: I'm, ju- I'm just guessing that his watches are not selling that well if he needs money this badly.
1: <laughs>
3: Hopefully this works <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna lead the way though Stay stay close Alright, with that The door
1: opens Slow-mo shot Vernon <laughs> walks out With a sort of air Of a necessary confidence One that should protrude That he's dwarvish in nature <laughs> At least Half dwarf, a quarter dwarf And then behind that wearing a big old patchwork cloak is <laughs> Tristana and Harold. Wait, hold on. We need a dwarven name. They, they use. They stop inside
3: the doorframe. Just go by Lucas. We know a dwarf named Lucas. It's passable. <laughs> Traherold. Got it. Let's go. Well,
2: I actually, like, I would be able <laughs> to come up with some dwarf names that are pass. Actually, yeah, I'm going to use a dwarf name um, from my past of a dwarf I knew
3: Perfect.
0: Just think about, just in case Uh, anyone asks. But then I
2: have to come up with a name, and I'm bad at that.
3: You just come up with that when it's necessary. Yeah. Perfect. All right, so you begin to make your way
1: down the street. You're not sure this even should work. (laughs) It's fairly convoluted. (laughs) But what we're going to do is just a very basic deception check. (laughs) So for both of you. So, begin to walk the streets, navigating the crowds. Then Vernon bumps into somebody. Bernie. I turn to look at you. I look you up and down. It seems like
3: they're not going to stop you. Good, because I wasn't going to stop. Just keep walking. Mm, keep walking. Before you know by Bye, NPC.
0: You were always named to me. <laughs>
2: we're going to run into him later, and then Vernon's <laughs> going to be like, oh, that's the guy from the street.
1: He eyes you suspiciously.
2: <laughs> that's and my brother's walk...
1: Lucas's coke. <laughs> the do- there are no doors. You just walk in. And as you do, the whole area has this kind of, uh, the light in here, which to Vernon and Tristana are perplexing because they seem to be lanterns. But they give off a much more rounded, powerful glow. And they're attached to the walls. They don't have any kind of lantern. They don't have any windows to let the uh, light shine in the same traditional way. They don't have an opening. They don't have fire that's roasting inside. Uh, But they're all over. And they have a slight green tint because of some of the glass. So they give off this really beautiful, almost ethereal feeling. Which is a weird juxtaposition to the rest of the uh, aesthetic in this mountain city, because it almost kinda comes off almost whimsical or magical, and that's not the tone you're getting from the rest of the people here.
2: I whisper to Vernie, and I'm like, I wish Ikari could see this. She'd really dig these new lights. Hikari would walk on her own. Wait, Hikari's just (laughs) in the jacket with us. And, like, we're we're walking, like, front to back. No, we're walking front to back. You can flash
3: people.
0: (laughs) They can't tell there's two of us on top of each other if when we flash them, it's a bright light.
2: Yeah, we just blind
0: them. (laughs) Yeah, okay, yeah, let's find a booth. Or like.
3: Yeah, go sit in the corner. I'll go get some drinks.
2: I don't think we can sit.
3: It will look hilarious when you sit Two very little legs and a super long torso (laughs) This
1: place seems absolutely filled It's going to be very hard to get a spot And, unfortunately for adventurers
3: Anything with uh, your back to the wall is taken Double fuck Uh, You go belly up to the bar and I'll stay behind you There's a line to the bar What are we looking for here, guys? Let's get in line information. I feel like this is a sign. I feel like we need to be here. Beyond the fact that they had a sign. I feel like a place called the Green Dream. (laughs) I feel like this is a sign. Yes, definitely it was a sign. That's
0: how we found it. Yes.
3: (laughs) It's called the Green Dream. That seems like too coincidental.
0: Yeah, I mean like if there is a place to stand and we can stand carefully and I mean like it might just be you asking about the dream. I mean, like, at this point, we're just trying to find the dreamwalkers. We went to COG because they should be less hidden.
3: In your experience, Bellybutton, are the dreamwalkers <laughs> really out there like that? Like, on any other world that you've been to, have you been able to just walk up and find one?
0: Uh, Alice made it sound like it was pretty easy in other worlds to have... They should have a presence in each of the other worlds. Now, if it extends to the deeps of a technology-based mountain dwarf,
1: dwarven hole, that's questionable. You know. Someone taps you on the shoulder. Come on, keep it moving. Shuffle forward. Two people away before you get to the no-room-for-elbow-room bar. It is it is absolutely loud and crowded in here, which might play maybe for your benefit Because hopefully no one notices you, but there's also a concern that grows because it's a lot more people to notice you.
0: Can I mean like at this point I would just say we're in a tavern, we're adventurers. Like Welcome home. Yeah. <laughs> find the dude who looks like he's looking for something. Or, you know, like find the person.
3: Okay. I'll look for anything conspicuous. All right. What is your perception bonus? Six. You look around.
1: Immediately, you're focusing on one individual. They are carefully sipping a drink, but next to them, they have a stein with a beautiful uh, emerald glow coming out of it. And they keep looking at that, Um, they're shaved, they've got a pretty full beard, and they're wearing this um, kind of like powerful looking um, cobalt armor, or at least cobalt tinted. And they've got a large um, mole leaning against the wall next to them. You feel like you might be able to make a connection in particular, because with this critical success, you notice them not just as a regular individual, but a soldier, someone that you totally could have connected with, with someone you could have served with, someone who does not look like they're on duty with the way that they've kind of relaxed their body and they've already imbibed a little bit. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, with the critical success, you feel very confident that that's an approach you could make.
3: Okay. Well, when we get to the bar, I want to ask for a green drink like what the dude has, what the soldier has. And uh, he says, how many... Three. And he says, uh, that'll be 30 gold. <sighs> okay. I don't really gasp in-game.
2: I hope this is, like, uh old-school absinthe and we're about to meet the Green Fairy.
3: You
0: two are just, like, really drunk and I'm, like, sitting underneath just like... just yeah. mad. Yeah. <laughs> this seems great, guys. A lot <laughs> of fun for you. Shut up, belly button. <laughs> Shut
2: up, belly
3: button. <laughs> so, um... I will carry all three mugs over to the table with the soldier.
1: They're
2: all three for that guy.
1: No, we're not, not going to sure. get to totally shit face. And as you walk away, the, uh, the bartender says, all right, here you go. Sweet dreams. And then you walk away. Wait, guys,
0: I figured it out. We're in a nightmare again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> not, it sure feels bored, that again. way.
2: A lot of racists here.
3: All right, I'll approach the guy. Set the drink down in front of him, hand one to Tristana, and say, Eddie's, soldier. And he kind of nods. He goes, all right, Eddie's. Looks a little more relaxed. Kind of motion to the seat. Okay, absolutely.
2: Is there only one seat, I hope?
3: No, there's multiple.
2: <laughs> oh, no.
3: Pardon my companion. We don't have long. Oh. I'm
2: going to stand behind Vernon like his bodyguard.
3: Nice. And he says,
1: "Ooh." <laughs> what
3: brotherhood you with you got your own bodyguard um I can't talk about that right now we're on very pressing business we are searching they send you from Wexley yes and he
1: looks like he's ready to like think through this and he looks at the uh, mug you gave him and he goes
3: "All right." we're searching for someone possibly more than one uh We believe that he or they have recently come here to Cosgrove. They're calling themselves Dreamwalkers. Have you heard of anything like that? Um, yeah, I mean, they've come in before.
1: What's the problem with them now? Well, they're wanted for questioning. They buy way too much Green Dream for me to be comfortable with the way they come in here anyway.
3: Yeah? Why do they buy so much?
1: That's the question I have, I don't know why mm. You can't drink more than one of these anyway That's over the course of a couple hours Well, do you know where we
3: could find a dreamwalker? Hmm,
1: kinda leans back in his chair Takes a sip of the non-green dream mm. Let me think Could head deeper into Baltras, I think, I think That's where they're, uh, situated but if we are here long enough, you should find them just as much
3: how frequently would you say they come through? Say once every two weeks. I don't know if we have that much time. How long will it take to get to Baltres from here? On the jump rail. <laughs> he kind of looks a little uh, cocky. It's no time at all. Perfect. I hope the belly button doesn't have any questions. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to stand up. Have a drink with me, at least. And he raises the uh, green dream. Raise my glass and kind of toast him. Yep. When in Rum, take a big fucking swig. <laughs> and then he stares at you. He's utterly shocked. Let's go
1: ahead and go ahead and give me a will save.
2: Will, not fortitude. Wow.
1: Eighteen. So Vernon puts the mug down. You feel like that could have knocked you right out. <laughs> okay. And then you watch Vernon collapse in a deep sleep.
2: This is very bad (laughs) It was going so well
0: It just had to be a show up Oh shit
2: Wait, wait, wait. who had the shitty idea now? Well, (laughs) it wasn't us us. Wait, wait, then I shake it
3: (laughs) (laughs) Earned that one Oh, man.
1: And that's that for the first episode of Season 5 of World Walkers. I'm really excited for you all to hear what happened to the next episode, because honestly, the next episode is about to change everything. If you can't wait for the next episode, definitely head on over to patreon.com slash worldwalkers. Patrons who make all of this possible, to be honest, they get early access to everything. So if you don't want to wait... Don't head on over. Check it out. What was crazy about all this is that this just happens to coincide perfectly with season two of World Walker's Cog, which is out right now. And if you're interested, this new season's a perfect time to jump on because we're going back three years before the events of this episode into something we're calling the pre-funk era. And it's going to establish how a group of mercenaries known as the Furious Funks came to be. And in fact, let's listen in to a clip from the new season of World Walker's Cog right now. All right, let's go. (laughs) Let's fucking get it. Whoever put his hands on me is going to lose a finger. Yeah, so suddenly you just kind of like leap forward. (laughs) This huge clash of metal as your uh, teeth find each other again. And you can hear him scream, fall back, trip over a table, crack his head, and he's out. Hop up on the table. Yeah,
2: bitch,
3: what? Oh, god. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs>
3: Sorry. I was excited. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, bitch, what? Who wants it next?
2: like taking my shot of whatever I'm drinking and then just set it down and pull out my longbow and I just want to shoot not at them but like directly between all of them like maybe right on the table between them to get their attention.
1: You hear this uh, arrow fly out and then thunk into the wood and everyone turns to look.
3: Yo.
2: All right, all right. Boys, I think that's enough.
0: Settle down.
3: I forgot you had the list. (laughs) <laughs> totally forgot. It's like, why is she talking like that? About oh. to snipe someone's that <laughs> The Mike Tyson of Cog. Ah!
1: I'm thinking. Thanks to the musicians who have made their work available online, you can find links to all of their works in the show notes. And in addition, thanks to Sirenscape for making their music and their sounds available. You can find them at sirenscape.com.
0: Just want you to know that our foolish plan didn't get us murdered.
1: Yep.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah.
2: (laughs) Two kids in a trench coat worked.
3: Wait till you have to pass on your own or pick me up since you look like a normal sized person.
2: I also charming liar, but I don't know if that would
3: charming liar means that
1: you're charming when you lie.
2: Yeah, I don't know if that would be I I think
1: you have to be like actually engaged. (laughs) Yeah. In the in yeah, conversation. Yeah, it is
2: specifically the lie action. It's not it's just like any My
1: smile is a lie. I don't like any of you.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I mean you guys believed me for
2: years. Just kidding. <laughs>